Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash, Trash or, or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free reviews, recaps, and sometimes even recommendations for whatever we read that week. Amy, what did we read this week? We read The Ladies in Black by Madeline St. John, but they make a big deal about her name being pronounced Sunjin. Yeah, they do. It's also under an alternate title, The Women in Black. But not The Woman in Black. No, that's which a is very a, different book. Which is a horror story, like a scary gothic <laughs> This book. is not a horror story. The this number is... of people, actually, that I've said, I've read Woman in, The Women in Black, I really enjoyed it, or whatever, and then they've gone, really? I thought that was so scary. I don't... And I'm like, and we've had, <laughs> yeah, I've had that, a couple of conversations moment where, you're like, where I'm like, did oh, I, did I no. read that wrong? How were you frightened? Oh, no, wait on. Wait, wait, because I have actually read both. Yep. So this is the woman in black is also quite good, but ladies, it will never be reviewed on this podcast because Amy would never read it. I've read it. Have you read the I've woman read in it. black? It's real short. It's a novella. It is. Of course, it's I've great. read it. Yeah. Oh, no, we, no, digress. we digress. The <laughs> plural women or the plural ladies in black by Madeline, not Susan something who wrote the Correct. singular, by Madeline Sinjin. Sinjin. Mm-hmm. Spelled Saint John. Great. Gosh. <laughs> All we've got to so far is what we read this week. <laughs> I'm going to start. It's going to be the okay. longest so, episode we've so, ever done. She's going to cut me off, but I'm just going to say it's the late 1950s oh and we're in God. Sydney, Australia. You're allowed to say that. I think that's relevant. Yeah, no, I've passed to you. Is that it? That's all you're going yeah, to Yeah, I'm setting oh, the goodness. scene. All right, here I go. It's a, it's summer. Christmas is a coming. Christmas is a coming. It is. So it is summer and we are basically the – most of the narrative is centred around a department store in Sydney that – Goulds. Goulds. That sells – Kind of, I would say, to the average person. So it's not like a really super high-end department store, but it's all nice stuff. And it's got like those different levels where you can oh, get yes. nicer things and then really nice yes, things. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's important. The ladies in black work in the dress department of Goulds. Cocktail frocks. Cocktail frocks. And model gowns. Yes, well, that's the two sta- the two kind of settings. So model gowns are there's only one of them in all of Sydney. It's like couture. It's couture. So when it's gone, it's gone. And cocktail frocks. So coming up to Christmas, they need to hire extra help. And one of the people who gets hired is, insert name here because I can never is remember. Leslie Thank you. goes by the name of Lisa. That's right. Leslie hates Leslie, and so she tells the people at Goods that her name is Lisa, and that's what they call her. But it would break her mother's heart if she wasn't called Leslie. So her mother calls her Leslie Leslie. in this just terrific, very Australian accent that I have. It's important, I think, to interject that it is available as an audio book. It is, and it's quite short. It's only about four and a half hours, if that. Yeah, it's a bit longer than a novella, but it's not a long novel. Correct. It's a short novel. Yeah, and anyway, so Lisa slash Leslie goes to work at Goods, and she is coming up to graduation. She's sitting the final exams. Yeah. I don't know, whatever system of learning and assessment they use. Would be, it's, yeah, whatever it's, was the HSC She wants to go to uni. Yes, but her father doesn't want to let her because... Why would you? Why would you? You <laughs> just need to go and get married and that should mm. be what you do. But Leslie is really smart. And Lisa. Whatever. And she... So she wants to sit the exams, go to uni. 
She needs to get really top marks because her mother and her have decided that the way to convince dad to let her go to uni is if she were to get a, get scholarship. a scholarship. So she needs to get a really good mark to get a scholarship. And so she's working at Goods. She's saving up some money. She meets a bunch of people there. Magda? So there's Faye and Patty who are in Cocktail Frocks, which is where Lisa is first matched to. Yeah. And then she also helps Magda who runs They wants to get married. One of them is already married. Patty? Yeah, Patty. Patty's, Patty's married. already married. Her life is really boring. It's and kind of boring sad. and a bit sad. So she's she's got this sort of like domestic tragedy. Faye is not much actual younger. tragedy. She just doesn't seem to get along great she's with her stuck husband. In a rut. She's just sad and in a rut, yeah. Faye keeps trying to meet the right man and only ever Meets the wrong man <laughs> continually. Her friend Myra, who works in a nightclub, is trying to help her, and it's just mm. not working. And Model There's... Gowns is run by Magda, who is Slovene and yeah. she is married to a Hungarian. Yep. And through Magda, Lisa has some really interesting social experiences. Like yep. Magda sort of takes her under her wing and introduces her to high fashion, but also to circles outside the sort of mainstream well, Anglo-Saxon Australian society. Yeah, it's a migrant circle. And I really like that's a interesting little look into that world, I guess. Yep. I think any more is a spoiler. It's, so that's it's kind essentially of it. it's an ensemble cast. But, you know, like Lord of the Rings, you say Frodo could be the main character. Lisa is the, sort of the main character of Ladies in Black. But the other ladies, of whom Magda, Faye and Patty are the most prevalent, are the supporting ensemble. Yeah, for So sure. you follow all of them. It's yeah. not first person. No, it's, God, no. It's all these different characters in this department store. Which doesn't necessarily make it sound like a really interesting read, does it? it? It's ladies in a department store and their lives around Christmas at the end of the 50s in Sydney, Australia. That was the shortest summary you've ever given. I should just let you do those all the time. We'll just cut out everything else. Just leave that all in. All right, boom. So, Kimberly. Mm. Oh, I get to go you first. You go first. Thank you. Would you recommend... Yeah, absolutely. I listened to it as an audiobook. I've also since watched the film. Mm, I didn't. Bruce Beresford. Yeah, I didn't come at it from the film perspective. It's also a musical. This is, exists in many, many forms. Mm. And I only came at it from an audiobook perspective to begin with and loved the audiobook. I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Magda's character. The version that I listened to. And interestingly, because we've had a couple of emails from listeners of our podcast who are like, I don't find, like, can't find that particular audiobook version, or I find that all of my Georgette Hayers are read by women, not men. Like, so I say that in saying I don't know how many audiobook versions of Ladies in Black exist. This one is published by Belinda Audio. Yeah. And it was read by Denise Richardson. And so that version, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought she did a really, really terrific job. I thought she brought Magda to life really beautifully and her husband to life and that whole kind of really colourful world that they live in was really great. I felt like Lisa was, again, really nicely developed and a really interesting character and what and kind of her turning point coming of age part of the story mm. I also found really engaging so the thing that I loved about this was 
at no point, like, what this time we spent with Faye, I really enjoyed. Yep. The time we spent with Patty, I really enjoyed. The time we spent with Magda and with Lisa and with Lisa's family. So it kind of jumped around heaps and then was over. So everyone went on a really beautiful arc in a really tight it's period like of time. It's like Christmas to New Year's yeah. is what it covers. And so... So she's just finished. Lisa's just finished taking. She's sat her exams. Yep. They're waiting for the results to be published. So it's just really clever, tight writing that I really appreciate. And it's that thing that I think Australian writers and filmmakers do quite nicely, which is just kind of a moment in people's lives, like a little snapshot of the everyday comings and goings of people. Mm, yeah, that was really nice. And I think that they do that really nicely. And I loved Goods. It was really well, kind of really well imagined and realised. Didn't enjoy the film anywhere near as much. I felt like the film needed to give it, like, several hours of film to show, right? But it didn't it didn't need it didn't the film need was it. too long. The film was too long. It didn't need that much time. That's what I loved about it was how neatly and expertly contained the book was by very clever writing. That's what I enjoyed. What about you? So yes, I would recommend it. I, I would completely recommend it. And I've mm. I did the audiobook because you were really, really firm. Listen to the audiobook. Raved. And I had a knitting project I was finishing. So I was like Perfect. And I was so, I was like, oh, I'm going to do some knitting and listen to my audiobook. I was so excited to sit there and hear the next thing because the characters were so vivid and the, like, at no point did I feel, was I confused about which voice was speaking to me? Yeah, not at all. Yeah. And I think that is actually a combination of excellent performance by the voice actor, but also very clear writing like yeah. the characters were not all written the same once you start reading it aloud and you go actually the way Faye structures her sentences is kind of different to the it's way Patty does it different from the way it. Patty does Patty's yeah, so, were shorter Patty's yeah. were more but what was really interesting was I thought hmm I wonder how different reading the book in this situation is to the audiobook okay so I got the book mm. couldn't find it at the library bought it Okay. And then I read, so I listened to the first half of it up to the New Year's Eve party at Magda's. Yeah. And then I read from the New Year's Eve party at Magda's in to the book. End. And then I went back and did that with the audiobook. Audiobook, hands down, so much better than the print book because the voice performer got the tone. It's quite a, it's like this. There's a lot of humour in the tone, but the writing's really clever. Yes. So if you just read, sometimes when I was reading it, like this New Year's party scene that happens about halfway through the book, it's not a spoiler. It's fine. Is Magda's the hostess and she's invited like 30 people and 70 turn up. Yeah. But the whole chapter is about a page and a half long and it's just Magda, her voice, talking yes. to people. No yes. one else talks in this scene. She's like, hello, Stefan, give me some punch. Oh, here's Anna. Anna, have you met Michael? Michael, yes. here's Lisa. Oh, Lisa, come here. And she's you can tell that she's interacting with all these people and yeah. you can tell what the party's like in the audiobook. But it didn't read like that on the page. Yeah. It was confusing to know who the dialogue was attributed to because yeah. you didn't have the voices to support it. And you didn't have the sort of humour behind Magda and you didn't have Faye sort of wry 
sweet, like really Australian. Oh, humor she is. Or... Yeah, absolutely. So you didn't mean. have those things coming off the page as you did in the audiobook. So I would go back and I would, I'm actually going to probably purchase the audiobook it's because a it's great a audiobook. fantastic yeah. crafting listen. Yeah. And it was just so joyful. It, yeah. was, it just made me smile so much. I've also, I've watched the film. I found the film nowhere near as like this. The, the audiobook is like a delightful sparkling cocktail. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a party. It's fun. That you listen to. It's fun. It makes you smile. The film was more meandering. Like if it was a Sunday afternoon and I just wanted to lie on the couch and be absolutely lazy yeah. and maybe have a nap. And wake up be good. an hour later and it's yeah. still okay because f- not too much has happened. So I, Yeah, that I, was, that's what was odd for me was... When I saw the, the film, film, I was like, emphasized that not much happens. I was like, nothing happens in this. And then I had, but when I listened to the audiobook, I was like, so much happened. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The films, I didn't know what happened, but I've also seen the musical, the stage play. Oh, yeah. I and haven't it's seen fantastic. That. Yeah. It's up, it's the level of the audiobook. Yeah, right. It's because really it's dynamic. Fun again. Yeah. It's faithful to the novel. Yeah. You know, people all. There, there are the novel ties ends quite nicely. It does absolutely, yeah. Which the stage musical did. So, I, yes, I totally recommend the story. Do it as an audio book. Yeah, that's an unusual recommend. For I know, mm. and I, I'm going to segue and say treasure, absolute treasure. I'll listen to this again and again. Oh and again. my gosh, me too. Love, yeah. love, 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 love. Really awesome. <laughs> and on that absolutely shining and unanimous recommendation. We've been aligned for quite some we time. We have actually. We have to read something a bit more. <laughs> tune in for a bit future more episodes. Yeah. So, yes, tune in and we will bring you more spoiler free recaps, reviews, and maybe even unanimous recommendations <gasps> of whatever we read that week. Till then, happy, happy reading or listening! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.